the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. What is that? Well, if you have a business, small market, neighborhood, grocery store, liquor store, they have a self-checkout system that could eliminate a cashier, which could maybe save you time, money, and headaches. Uh, it's an inexpensive system. It costs about the same as an old-style cash register. They use iPhone's app to add and change any of your product pricing. The delivery, installation, and training is provided by a Southwest point-of-sale specialist. Unlimited technical support provided. Comes complete with a barcode reader, cash box, printer. And you can get the service contract, and that's a 24-hour day, 7-day-a-week service. Check them out. Also... Black Forest Motorsports, 8066 Engineer Road in San Diego. Go to blackforestautomotive.com for BMW, Porsche, or Mini service and uh, performance. We got Craig Wesser in the house. Uh, drives a, well, lives up in El, up in the El Segundo area. Manhattan Beach. Yeah, pull your phone or, or your phone. <laughs> and we were just talking about uh, the El Segundo Driving Museum. And you're going to love this. I was up there uh, and... Uh, who was there but uh joy logano oh really, oh, really? i got to go for a ride <laughs> around the block with joy logano on a 1914 model t wow that's pretty cool he drives just as fast in a model t as he does <laughs> in his mustang i'm telling you he has to drive fast today didn't he start in the back too so probably so so how long have you been driving uh drag racing well i've had two phases uh i had a phase when i was in college mm-hmm. uh, i actually went to school down here at uc san diego okay uh for my sophomore year right and at that time carlsbad was running yeah and uh with the bump uh, at the end yeah exactly and <laughs> all the dirt and everything else uh great track though i mean a lot of storied people race there anyway they had a deal for high school students and college students come down and bring the cars down so oh my roommate uh that the you know you get set up with it at the dorms sure. happened to be a drag racer and had One a, thing well, led to yeah. another. Had a, had a 340 Duster, and I had a 65 Mustang. So we went up a couple times and uncorked the headers and pretended sure. like we were John Force, and <laughs> had a great time. You know, so we did that, and then uh, I finished up my degree at uh, uh, Long Beach State. And at the time I was going there, they had Brotherhood Raceway at Terminal Island. Oh. Big Willie Robinson. Oh, Big Willie. Yeah. yeah. God, I look, goosebumps. I haven't yeah. heard his name. Oh, yeah. So Super I, cool dude. So I'd, I'd take the Mustang over there and, and flog it, uh, take, to, uh, cork the headers, take, you know, flog it. 
yeah. beat it up. Take it which home, was pretty, fix it. Well, which was pretty stupid. It was your daily driver, yeah, right? <laughs> I, well, and I was I was working, going to school, and so okay. I had to get from point A to point B living oh off goodness. campus. What a dummy. And you still pounded the <laughs> oh, snot yeah, out of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can get another tenth out of it. Yeah. yeah, I know I can. I know I can. <laughs> so anyway, so that was the first stint. And then, you know, life happened. Yeah, family, uh, yeah, work. Yeah, um, And as I have two daughters, uh, grown now, Kelly and Kate, and, uh, and as they were getting towards the end of high school, I realized I'm going to get a hobby or something, you know, because oh. <laughs> I'm going to have softball, time on softball my Softball coaching and driving yeah. around, oh, everything's going to end, right? Yeah, yeah. so you're so doing I, all that. So I bought a 63 Nova, and I, I it was a street car, and uh, it was a nice street car. I, I, I like working on the car, so I did all that stuff, four-link rear end and independent front suspension, all that kind of stuff, and did all the mechanical work, and I started hitting the the coffee in the cars and the car shows. Mm, and yeah. <laughs> but you were just sitting there staring at each oh, other. Oh, God. Yeah. You go to one. Watching paint dry. And, and the thing is, it's all the same cars. Yep. It's all the same people. And they're yep. great people. Which is the right thing for some people. Yeah. Well, right. you know, and, you know, if they want their cars to, you know, be polished all the time and yeah. never get a scratch and not yeah. be driven hard, then it's great for you. Well, I have to tell you a cute story. So I do local <laughs> sure. television here in San okay. Diego. And prior to COVID, I mean, a car club would come to KUSI to promote their event. And then when they, you know, then everybody on TV would see it and they would go and it would bump their attendance by 30, 40%. The only problem was they'd come to the to KUSI, park all their cars on the patio and not leave. I go, you have to leave. Go. go. It's like, like shooing chickens because they think they're at a car show yeah. they get yeah, their chairs right. out and they start talking i go no 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 you got to leave i got other things coming up yeah. well so, that's the way it is with those things yeah. so but got it pretty wasn't old. enough for you so, well so, so so what is that a 62 or 63 63 63 yeah, yeah it has a small block of 350 you know yeah. it's a mild car two-door post yeah uh, it's actually a sedan or a hard top so oh, it is a hard no, top. No post. it was a nice car yeah, um, still is. Isn't I know it? he said was. Well, I, I just still, that. I, I think it's still a nice car. It's up in Escondido. The guy that bought it from you was oh. in Escondido. You haven't watered it up yet, have you? No. Well, that was the problem, Dave. I, I took the. I decided. Well, enough of the car show thing. And my brother had been racing. Jeff had been racing down at uh, Verona for about fifteen years, and I'd been down watching and crew chief and that stuff like yeah. you know, for him. So I decided, well, take the Nova down. So I rented a U-Haul trailer, dragged it down here, and uh, first couple of times I went, oh. This is it. You know? <laughs> I got the bug. Yeah. And so I, I raced that car for two years. Uh, got two bracket wins at Verona in it. So it was competitive, uh, but it was not a race car. Right. You know? <laughs> and uh, so uh, after two years, uh, I sold it um, with the money and bought a, a previously built uh, but somewhat dilapidated race car, 65 Chevelle. Oh, really? Yeah. You sold it. I sold it. And you know what's interesting about that transaction is uh, – the money I got for a really nice street car more than paid for the race car yeah. and had leftover money for when things break. Oh. So the economics were really wow. there. So then you yeah. had a Chevelle. So I, so that's what I have now. So I, uh, uh, my latest stint I've been at, this is my fifth uh, full-time season uh, in uh, NHRA Summit Racing. Um, and uh, my second, this will be my third season with the Chevelle, uh, 65 Chevelle. And it's uh, it, it stepped up quite a bit. It's quite a bit quicker. It's beautiful. Thanks. I uh, saw him race yesterday. Well, if you saw it last year, it would have been in primer. Uh oh. And then it looked old school. <laughs> yeah, old school. Yeah, yeah. No, it's beautiful. So uh, yeah, it's blue. Uh, it's really a great car, and uh, and and I've, I've learned to drive it right. Um, and every once in a while, you know, uh, blind squirrel finds a nut, and I win a race. Yeah. <laughs> Do you go head to head with your brother? Oh yeah. Uh, we don't choose to. We mm. actually make strategies about not lining up next to each other, uh, uh, but it happens. There was random pairing yesterday, correct? Random pairing, all through the day. 
Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, that's so, good. Sometimes they're on a ladder, but again, the ladder's often predicated on reaction times in a certain round, and so you could just as easily have to race each other. It happens. Yeah. It's just part of the deal. So. I thought you sold me, sent me pictures of his car. I did. I know. I saw you making weird faces at me while he was talking. Look for blue. Look for like electric I know, blue. For some reason. It was beautiful. And some of the body is original and some is not, yeah, thanks to Steve asking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany visited me yesterday. It was, uh, it was great. You know, uh, she walked up and introduced herself and it was like, oh, this is so cool. She's at the races. So, and hey, Dave, Steve was so interested in this. Really? Yeah, it was awesome. He's kept, yeah. Just one more question. Just one more question. One Brit- more Brittany was ready to walk off, and he goes, oh, no, I got another question. Well, here. it's race day. You know, for me, I have to, like, idle in race zone. Yeah. I can't go in and out. You probably can. You're more experienced. Well, actually, though, you know, drag racing is a little bit like that, you know, because your, your runs last six to ten seconds, yeah. right? Mm, and right. there's a lot of time sitting around, that's, putting gas in the car, talking with each it. other. And, that's what I hate. Well, it, or sitting in the st- – I mean, I've had a chance. I see you have a Crower – cap on i do i've driven steve zimmerman's oh, yeah. uh, uh killer crower yeah. you've driven that car yeah so impressed well not, how, not, how well not the new one not it? the one he's got now okay. the one where the front engine yeah this with the new one it's got rear engine gotcha i was telling him the other day i said dude give me the wheel <laughs> he's well it's a lot faster than the other one i don't care it's still only eighth mile <laughs> how much faster can i go because i drove the first one cut an 04 light won the race yeah. you know and <laughs> okay, that was fun. Lasted what three, four seconds? Right, exactly. So I got to go back, sit in the staging lane. He says, "You want to do it again? How long do I got to sit here this time? <laughs> well, what forty, forty-five minutes? No, no. <laughs> it's hot out here. If I'm going to race, I want to race. I want to get out there." And yesterday was perfect. But day. was it perfect for racing? He breaks out this electronic <laughs> box. It's telling the temperature and the O2. Sweetheart, the, that's drag racing. Yeah, 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 I learned yesterday. Yeah, it's not just you pull up against another guy and you just stand on it. Whoever wins, wins. I understand. Yeah, it she, takes. She got, she got a flavor for it. She get a good edu- education? Yeah. I think so. Was I, Steve I, interested? He was. That's what I loved about it. Well, what's he got under the cover? A 63 Galaxy. Little on the heavy side, <laughs> yeah. little on the heavy side. Yeah, but I mean, you know, bra- that'd be a perfect bracket race car. Well, that's the thing about bracket racing. You know, it, it doesn't matter how quick you uh-uh. are, yeah, as, as came, long as it repeats. We came up in an O2 Toyota Tacoma. You could have raced. <laughs> and he says to the lady, "So h- how much? Thirty dollars? No, to race fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. I could only been twenty dollars more. <laughs> and you could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Next you time. know, you there's pe- a lot of people talk. Yeah, and then you strap yourself in. Yeah, but Steve might get the bug. You yeah. never know. I'd yeah. support it. I would, too. <laughs> All right, let's take, let's take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Yeah, you got to put those on so you can hear. <laughs> By the way, when Chris is getting ready for us to go on break, he's almost coming out of his chair, jumping in the air. Oh, we can't see. Oh, behind your back. Yeah, and Brendan, he just lets the music go. <laughs> you know, if Stahl ever gets around to it. Now, the difference is, not, yeah, Chris is over here. And Chris is going, ah, pick up the phone, pick up the mic. And Brandon's over here, just kind of rolling with the oh, music. In here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. you tell? He's got all the your music. music. 
right. Hey, this segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where everybody takes good care of you at El Cajon Ford. Family owned and operated. And Mr. Paul Dyke has taken on just about every challenge and every mm-hmm. championship out there. I think the only one's missing is the ambulance. He hasn't won the championship driving the ambulance. But he probably would if he thought he could. Hey, we got Dirt Dude on the line, I think. Dirt Dude. Hey, what's up? Hey, bud. Just kicking chickens. How about you? I just, uh, you know, working around the garage again. It's a typical Sunday. Getting ready to go walk my dog for a while and uh, have some dinner and, you know, chat with you guys. Good. So what's going on? Anything new and exciting out at Barona? Uh, We're still looking at April 2nd for our start. Uh, it's looking good. I mean, everything's just falling in place. We'll probably do some some prep work before then. Go check, you know, PA system and all the electronics and lights, and you know, kick the tires on everything. Make sure everything's gonna be ready to start up when we get ready for April second. Um, <clears throat> gonna bring uh, a lot of our friends back over from Cocopa Speedway. They ran this weekend. Mm-hmm. They're gonna run next weekend. Three sixty sprints, I think, next weekend out at uh, Cocopa, along with the junior drivers. And next weekend, I am out at the Midwest, uh, no, Midwinter Fair for the Heritage Foundation and Imperial Valley Imperial Fair. So that'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We're featuring the Southwest Lightning Sprints, mm-hmm. 600s, which I haven't seen in years, 600 sprints, and uh, Pure Stocks, and uh, Junior Drivers there, too. I think C.J. Marin, he raced dwarf cars last year, sold it, I believe, got himself a lightning sprint. He will be out there, so keep an eye out for him, would you, Dirt Dude? I saw that. I'm like, <laughs> you stepped up, man. Yeah. You know, picked up a lightning sprint. I guess I guess that's the way you want to go. I mean, I'm like more like, you want to have fun? Do you pick up the the uh, the imports, or do you pick up a pure stock, or a, a street's kind of like, uh, those are kind of the... The way on the outs now, but like the B mod or a, a full A mod kind of thing. Those are just you know stepping stones. Yeah. And all these dwarf cars. I think we're going to have a great year for dwarf cars this year. It sounds like everyone's still staying in it, and um, you know I've been seeing them, a few of them getting sold and moved around. And uh, hopefully you're going to be out there with yours, Brittany. She's ready to go. Just trying to find tires, that's all. I was able to get my hands on some 235s, but that is it. Really? One set for the season? <laughs> no, not a set. One tire on my right rear. No 215s. They might come in May. Really? No front tires. No, they're really hard. And uh, Craig is saying yes to... So we have to run Hoosiers. You have a, high, a wider... Uh, so, Dirt Dude, have you been listening? We have a drag racer in. I just saw him race it. From your neighbors. Verona. Did you hear about that? At Barona? He raced at Barona yesterday. Okay, yeah. I was wondering if he's tried our track. I, well, I thought you went all the way up to like Pomona for big uh, red racing. No, but he's that good. He is, you know, usually I get to introduce our guests. I don't know. Dave got so excited he introduced you. He's tw- It's okay, but I would have said that he was 2021 king of the track. Mm. So when Dirt Dude's done, maybe you can explain how you earned that. Sure. But with tires, uh, yeah. he keeps nodding like, yeah, yeah. I'm having a hard- oh, I mean, even NASCAR's having. Well, I, I, I actually uh, did a replace my rear slicks and uh, went on Summit and ordered some. And, you know, one month went by. Back they, order. Yeah, exactly. So I called Hoosier. I said, what's going on? They said, can't find anybody to work. Make tires. I said, well. You want me to fly back? And yeah, help? right. I think there's a bunch of racers. So anyway, well, I'll help. It's even worse than that. Talking to Discount Tire because I bought a 
tire for the 70 mm-hmm. Plymouth Roadrunner 446 pack air grabber. Four wow, speed. That's the title. And I just wanted a tire for the spare, uh-huh. you know, but it had to be a BF Goodrich, you know, TA radio. And he says, you know, because he knows how many cars I've got. He says, you know, all those cars with the 14 inch tires and wheels? Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. He says, you better start buying tires. Uh-huh. I go, what are you talking about? He says, not only can we not get any people to work, but we can't get the materials. They're not even growing the, the materials it takes to make tires. Because the rubber trees? Of, because of shortages of people. and So yeah. all divisions are probably, it sounds like, at Verona. All divisions are going to struggle. Yeah. Well, I know, like, when I was looking, like, for when the Winter Nationals was coming on here for, for uh, Cocopa, they were saying, yeah, you know, like, they usually get 500 tires shipped to their warehouse. And they're like, we only got, like, you know, 50. You know, it's like yeah. everything is down. Like, you can't get full amounts of everything. Everything is just, like, unlimited limited order right now and everything's back ordered or not enough to to fulfill the needs well i'll tell you what it's going to educate a lot of drivers that when tires do start to become available there's going to be some serious stockpiling what do you want to bet i hope not well you know you got to be careful that with drag racing you can't store a tire for too long or it loses its sticky oh that's right yeah, yeah. So. especially with that's drag like racing things, drag racing you can't like on a dirt track you can regroove a tire you can sipe a tire you can make a tire last drag racing once you've done it, you've done it. You can't. Yeah. Or like you said, you can't buy it, let it sit in the garage. Yeah. Because then it deteriorates. That's right. Interesting. Yeah. I was going to treat myself to one set this season one because set. I siped and grooved and ground for two seasons. <laughs> I'm like, I can get myself one set. No, I'm getting myself one tire. It you remind like. me of the fastest Indian. <laughs> The movie? Yeah, where he had the tires from the 1900s. He just kept putting shoe polish yeah. on them to fill the cracks. <laughs> it's about what I was doing the last two Yes, I take hand-me-downs. So has, have you have you heard any news about tires? I mean, are, 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 are we just in a, in a cre- up a creek? Me or your, your guest? No, you. You, have you, you know heard? everything, I dirt dude. I have it. I know they're going to be like our tire sponsors are like when we get them, we'll let everybody know. Yeah. Uh, they they're trying to order as many as they can, but no matter how many you order, they're only going to ship you a certain amount of wow. what they have. They're not going to fulfill your order because they have to fulfill everyone else's order. Uh, you know, every other garage is ordering tires too. So, and Mike, I think it'll get by. I put in my calendar, March 31st, call Wayne Miller, ask if he's getting 215s. <laughs> he says he's going to order them in May. I put it in my calendar. That's how that's, desperate oh, I that's am. that's why you're yeah. doing it. That's, that's how desperate I put, am. Put your money down, reserve one, yeah. put, you know, put them on layaway or something and be like, I want them there when I'm ready. Just one. So yeah. I'm not going to hoard them. I don't have that. Well, I, I wasn't, thank you, Ken. I wasn't able to find That's to the find one you're going to put on the right rear for you. You're going to have to just oh, put look. the new one on the right rear and then put the rest around somewhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the condition yeah. they're yeah. in. <laughs> exactly. I do that in the front. You put the new one on the right, yeah. and then you hardly need a front left in dwarf cars. Yeah, they're on the ground. I mean, yeah. it's never on the ground. I tried ground. to argue with an official like that. Because it was flat. It was, oh, it was at uh, Cottage Grove. I was telling you I I got in a tangle, and I just loved it, and I wanted to keep going. (laughs) And I'd just seen, like, a race before. Darren Brown had a really low front left, and he was able to finish and win. And that's when I learned, yeah, you don't need that. But I'm telling the official that. He's all, no, 37, you need to exit. Nah, you know, I I don't mind. It's just the front left. I, I... uh, and I hear in my ear, uh, sorry, 37, you're going to have to leave the track. 
You can always stay on unless it, it comes off the bead. Yeah. You, your right rear is the one when oh. they're flat on the right rear. Yeah, no. you weren't, you're not going to go any Peeling further. Off. But like on the left side, if they go and they're flat, as long as they stay on the bead and they're not going to tear up the track, they could be dead yeah. flat and you can still carry them. Uh, see, I should have had you talk to the officials. Well, see, the thing of it is you had to go fast enough to keep that wheel off the oh, ground. Yeah. <laughs> not bagging on you, but you know. No, that was a good weekend. I probably could have pulled it off. Darn. I got a hard charger. So... God, I just found some, yeah, interesting. Well, if anybody knows anywhere where we get, of course, everybody yeah. that races is looking for tires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I made an order to Summit the other day, and one of the things I threw in there was a durometer to measure the hardness of the tires. I figured, well, yeah. if i got to run these, I, I ought to know where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> so I was checking tires yesterday. <laughs> Did he actually sell you a durometer? Yeah, I bought one. Well, at least I had one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, I'm telling you, it's crazy that stuff's just running out left. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid. I won't be able to run a full season just because I I really physically won't have everything. Yeah. Isn't there some car out there or golf cart that's got your tires on it? Hoosiers. I don't think so. Can't you just write Hoosier? Yeah, that's what I'll do. You just got to know. Rattle can. You just got to know how to spell it. Make sure I put the I in there. Now I think they got to tech people at uh, Barona that might look a little closer than that. Just keep them moving. Yeah. So April second. So, is that going to affect? You think that's going to affect uh, the season, Dirt Dude? I I don't think so. I, you're talking like still two three months away, and I'm sure you know. Well, it depends on what happens here. You know. War going on and everything else, but grind and groove. You know, we'll have turn, siping lessons. We're trying to turn everything around. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's and, and it's crazy. What, you know, we think we're getting out of this pandemic. We think we can go back racing, and now this we just if just never, never a dull moment is never the same. Dull moment. We're all in the same. Worst part is going to be gas prices because it goes anywhere. It's going to oh, be yeah. five, ten dollars get somewhere in, in a gallon of gas. So. Yeah, because yeah, that's not getting better. That's going to get worse. Yeah. But, yeah, I know. It's crazy. But for local people here in San Diego, hey, check out Brona Speedway. Yeah. You know, have a great time. Well, and, and all the people that have never raced out there, this is why not go up there and race. I mean, you know, it's, you don't, I mean, nothing wrong with Cocopa or some of the other tracks, but you can do it all right there. Mm-hmm. Every weekend. Yeah. They go straight. You, race, you can live vicariously through another racer by watching. Well, yeah. there is that too. I hadn't even thought of that, which is what I do every weekend. <laughs> but it, it just depends. All right. Well, all right, buddy. Well, hey, I'll let you get back to walking the dog right here. All right, you guys have a good one. Thanks, buddy. Dirt dude. The uh, announcer extraordinaire at uh, Barona Speedway. Yes, he is. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Paris Auto Speedway. Boy, I tell you. I cannot wait for the season to get started, and neither can you. Easy, girl. Easy. I'm going to start throwing cold water on you. I'm sorry, listeners. I just turned around. Yeah. At the TV. Yeah, don't turn around. Uh, This segment, again, like I said, is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Go to parisautospeedway.com. Check out the schedule and find out exactly what race would make you happy. So who we got on the line? Scott Delosio? 
Unfortunately for you, yeah. Hey. Oh, you all right? I like it when you call in. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Well, we're just discussing the dilemma of lack of tires from Hoosier. Are these first world problems? I think they're first world problems. <laughs> I can't get my race tires. Boy, are you having any? That hit the sprint, that hit the sprint car world pretty hard last year. Um, so far this year, I think everybody's okay. But uh, yeah, it caused a big problem. Not only sprint cars, but our stock car guys are having trouble getting tires too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was totally uh, kind of surprised about it. But uh, good, I'm glad. So, like I was telling Brittany, I says, "Man, I'd be stocking up." And then our guest, who drag race, says, "Well, you can't stock." Yeah. A drag tire because it, it won't. Uh, it, it loses its sticky. Is that your quote? Did I quote our, you that's, right? That's a technical <laughs> term. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys are getting close, man. Yeah, we open this Saturday. It's the 26th season opener this coming Saturday. And we start off with Night of Destruction, Ooh. which over the past few years has even surpassed sprint cars at our track uh, when it comes to popularity. Yes. One of your biggest fans yes, right here. This girl is one. So are you going to be there? you going to be there? N- no. Steve oh. has a show. Sorry. He's opening for like someone really big. Oh, okay. Um, Sublime. It's a pretty big deal. Okay. So you're going to go. So you're <laughs> I'm going to be in LA. Well, Sublime with Rome. Sublime, Sublime with Rome? Yeah. It's not called Sublime. It's Sublime with Rome because it's a different lead singer entirely. They like to. So anyway, Scott. But I will be there because I love Night of Destruction. Yes, indeed. So tickets are on sale now. Can you go online? Yeah, tickets are on sale. People go to our our, our website, parasautospeedway.com. There's a ticket icon um, just up over the racer radio icon on the front page. Mm-hmm. They click on that. Uh-huh. Or there's a phone number on there they can call as well. And uh, they don't want to buy advanced tickets. We always have tickets for anybody who walks up. Both are easy. I've done both. I used yeah. to walk up. Now I get it online. Super easy. Right. The line is even shorter. You get it online. So how do you think the season thing is going to be wild and just packed this year since things are kind of opened up? Well, I hope so. You know, when you had Don on a few weeks ago, like he was saying, you know, we actually had a good season last year. Right, considering. Uh, but we didn't get to open until late April last year. You know, mm. after two years ago, we got opening night in. And that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, we were actually talking in the press box on opening night. And, you know, COVID was just picking up steam at that point. And Don looked at me and he said, you know, he goes, I don't know if we're going to be here next Saturday night. And he goes, we may not be here for a month or so. Yeah. And I looked yeah. at him and told him, it's like, you're friggin' crazy. Yes. And <laughs> that was the last time I was there for the year. I know. Um, the whole season got canceled after that. So, yeah, yeah I think we're going to do good. There's a lot of getting a lot of talk online we just just teasing people right now i got a call about an hour ago uh we'll have this guy i'll have him call in in a few weeks too i'm not gonna say who it is one of the top sprint car drivers mm-hmm. the bigger personalities we've had over the decades uh is coming back to racing this year oh, okay. you have a guess who it is dave nope oh, okay we'll be surprised because if i guess he's gonna say oh man you guessed i'm not gonna do I I'm looking. Do that. My life depended on it. That's exactly. <laughs> I enjoyed talking to Andrew. Yeah, he was a great we're, interview. We're going to announce it uh, later today online. We're teasing people oh. right now so they can participate. Okay. All right. That's cool. So we'll get to talk to him. Is that what I'm hearing? 
Well, we'll we'll find out. But you're looking at a, a full night of destruction. How many different uh, divisions? Um, we have figure eight cars, the figure eight trailer race. We're going to have the mini stocks, which that class is growing like crazy. The demo cross, which is actually benefiting from the mini yeah, stocks because they're doing the mini both. stock guys. The last race last year, they decided, hey, we yeah. can enter our cars in that too. Um, it's a big risk because they're running against a lot of big, Bigger, you know, yeah. big trucks and SUVs and stuff. Uh, and anything goes. Those guys hit those little cars. You know, they're going to tear the heck out of them. Yeah. And we have double deckers again. Yeah. Literally. You want me to show you a picture? See, that's what you ought to do, Craig. Huh? You ought to do that. Uh, What's that? He's you probably get... too smart to do that. <laughs> no, he get... is educated. He's you a get a crown big <laughs> on the bottom. Hopefully he's too smart to do that. And then you put a Honda on the top. And was no, it the Honda no. on the top steers and the Crown Vic brakes? Yeah, a car on the top steers, the one on the bottom, you use the throttle and the brakes. Um, and there's no radio communication between the two. Ooh, what, what could go wrong? <laughs> there's no communication between the two except hollering out the window to the other driver. And the last one that they had, the, la- the final one last season, uh, they, a couple of them tipped over. Yeah, just like <laughs> Like the- one of them tipped over into the wall. And one of them had the, uh, God, I always, the PT Cruiser mounted backwards. So it looked like it was going in reverse. Yeah, so I'm going to look for a guy, th- There's some guy this year who's saying the car on top is going to be a convertible. Oh, um, oh. really? See it when we I'll, believe it I'm when not you sure see how it. Well, Don's going to go for that. We'll yeah, get a roll bar. Or something. Well, if he cages it, real fast rule change on that. Well, if he cages it, he probably could get away with it. You think? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you have to have. I believe the. I haven't looked at the rule on that. I believe you do have to have a cage in the car. Yeah. Uh, to start with. I don't think for convertibles. We had a guy come out. Chuck Becker has been on your show a few times. Oh yeah. He came out the last race of the year with his super stock car, and he took the roof off it. Really? Which is really cool for the fans because, you know, uh, you can see the drivers are working when they go by it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's this. That way with sprint cars, um, you could see the drivers working the wheel in the mm-hmm. cockpit. Well, mm-hmm. you know, over the last 20, 25 years, I mean, they're cocooned in those cars where all you can see is the top of their helmets. Right to, to the point where they're wearing it white gloves. A lot to the show, yeah. The guy, you could see a driver working his car, and it's harder to do in a stock car. Anything with a roof on it, I get that, but you yeah. know. Well, you never know what Don might come up with. No, and he stays up late night watching TV. It couldn't be trouble. <laughs> yeah, how hard could that be? How hard could that be? Uh, any special events uh, planned for the year? I mean, outside of fireworks and World of Outlaws, yeah. they're, they're a week from or a month from last night. They're mm-hmm. only appeared in Southern California this year. Um, they're going to be joined by the USAC CRA Sprint Cars. So if you're a Sprint Car fan, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting mm-hmm. the world's fastest dirt track Sprint Cars, the World of Outlaws, and you get the number one traditional Sprint Car group west of the Mississippi with the USAC CRA Cars. And that's March 26th, I believe. Tickets are on sale for that. Right. And people want to get those. Uh, if you don't reserve seats, you got to go to worldaboutlaws.com. Gotcha. Oh, that's good to know. It's their show. Okay. Um, we just supply the racetrack. <laughs> are you calling the, calling the races? 
I only call the uh, CRA portion of the show. World of Outlaws have had their their announcer, traveling announcer John Gibson, who was actually just inducted in the National Sprint Car Hall, or just named that he's going to be put in. Wow! Later this year in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame in Iowa, and he's been doing it for well over twenty years. So, jeez, uh, he just he's a textbook when it comes to uh, knowing what's going on with those guys. So he'll call their part of the show. I'll call this. Our CRA portion of the show. All right. Gotcha. Makes sense. But I tell you what, folks, if you've not been to Paris Auto Speedway, it's a two-hour drive from San Diego. It's a piece of cake. It's totally worth it. I see you're having fireworks on July 2nd. They Yay! have they have the most amazing fireworks yeah, display. Yeah, we went I'm 4th you. of July a few years ago. Yeah. And I love the fact that during Halloween, they, they give the kids mm-hmm. candy and... <laughs> We well, do that at every race now. Are you doing it at every race now? To big kids or just we, little? We started that. Actually, Shelly Woldridge suggested before Halloween one time. This is like four or five years ago. And she called me on Thursday and she goes, you know, you guys should have the drivers on the front straightaway at intermission pass out candy to the kids. Mm. And I'm thinking, man, without two, you know, two days notice, it's going to be hard to get <laughs> the word out. So I mentioned it to Don. He goes, yeah, he goes, can't hurt. Let's try it. Uh, yeah, we figured we'd get 30, 35 kids. We got like 200 kids the first year. Well, we did it the year after, and we got like 400 kids. Jesus. We did it one more year in the same thing. And then one of our stock car guys who's been on the show, Stephen Fangmeyer. Oh, yeah, Steve. Um, he said, I think it was 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. He goes, you guys should do this at the stock car shows. You'll bring in some extra people. And it did. Mm-hmm. I'll be done. So then Don goes, well, heck, it's working with everything else. Um, let's do it with sprint cars, too. <laughs> so at intermission at every show, not the Oval Nationals and not the World of Outlaw show, whether it's stock cars um, or our sprint car shows, intermission, we get all the drivers on the front radio with candy. Um, the kids come meet the drivers. Night of Destruction, we do it before the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this week, we do it at 515 to 545. But the sprint car, stock cars, you know, night of destruction, kid comes out, collects candy, gets an autograph. Um, And 10 minutes later, can see this guy they just met racing their car. Absolutely. That is an interaction. Yeah. Basically, you know, you can't get, I mean, you've got a drag racer on there, which is one of the greatest things about NHRA. Right. Um, You know, you see those guys in the pits. And they're, you know, they're accessible when they're in the pits. The big stars, I mean, they come out and sign autographs mm-hmm. to the fans mm-hmm. several times a day. Try that. You know, you can't do that at NASCAR, IndyCar. No, no. And you no. can't do it at most short tracks, you no. know. So this has worked out really, yeah. really well. Yeah. It has brought a lot of people into the sport. And, uh, and I, I don't mean to say this because I've got a lot of gray hair. But we can sit in the press box and it's like, man, there's a lot of people with gray hair sitting out there. <laughs> well, over the last few years since we started this, we're seeing a lot of people come with little kids. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the, the future. Is, that's the future. Yeah, the demographics of the crowd has changed because of this. Yeah. You're absolutely uh, right. And it br- you know, it brings in more people. Uh, we try to run a fast show at Paris. Um, you know, racing starts at 7. Uh, we try to get the people out of there by 10 o'clock. I mean, the worst thing in the world is to have a show that runs five hours for whatever reason. You know, and sometimes... You know, it can get out of control just because of what happens on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a kid after two and a half, three hours, when you've got like a long yellow flag or a huge delay between races, 
kid gets bored. Yeah, yeah, you're losing. Doesn't have to come back. You know, you got that kid in there for three hours, gets to meet drivers and have a good time. He's going to want to come back. You're absolutely right. All right, buddy. You know, with an eight. An eight-year-old getting tired, that just doesn't work. Yeah, never. All right, buddy, speaking of eight-year-olds, I'll let you go take care of your pugs. Yeah, I can hear I'm sure you can hear them right now. They're worn on the bed. Well, they are said it's time for you to get off the radio, Dad. Yeah, they want to go eat tomatoes. Eat tomatoes? Uh, they're in my tomato plants every day. Well, of course they are. All right, folks, that was our good buddy, Scott Delosio. Thanks, man. Talk to you next you, Sunday. Guys. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue. Hey, those guys over there have got an in-house dyno, so anything they do to your race car, street car, off-road car, dirt car, they can throw it on a dyno and make sure what you paid for, you got your money's back. Certifiedcarcare.net. Why do you have two fingers Because I have two questions I would love to ask before we leave. Me or Craig? Craig. That's what I thought. I'm going Sorry. home. Sorry, Dave. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm just leaving. Well, first of all, I would like to know how you earned or what that title, King of the Track, means. And then second, I asked you off air, but I didn't want the answer yet. About the outlaw. About outlaw. Yeah. 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 So, Free t-shirt. Yeah, right. I'll start with the, the Gang of the Track. It's a, um, an event held at most NHRA tracks that do ET racing like they do. It. And uh, it's sponsored by Summit Racing uh, and NHRA. They both sanction uh, the race. But the way Verona runs it, it's probably done a little differently in every track, is mm-hmm. they create four classes, uh, three of the typical ones they run for Summit, ET, Race Sportsman, Pro, Super Pro. And then they have a fourth one called a gambler. And any one of those uh, people from the other classes can get in the gambler. So the gambler is kind of a catch-all group. Mm-hmm. And they allow cars to double enter, so you can enter two classes. Some will do sportsman and pro. Some will do pro and, and gambler. And uh, they run those like a normal bracket. So single elimination mm-hmm. bracket, and they create four champions uh, for the race. And then those four champions have a shootout, <laughs> a four-car shootout for King of the Track. Mm. Got so it. That's how Everything it came guess together. guess who got it? Yeah. Well, uh, 2020, I was runner-up, and I raced a guy named Gary Harefield, who's probably one of the – he's one of the best racers, I think, in the country is bracket racing, mm-hmm. uh, the kind of stuff we do. So explain bracket racing sure. for people that may not know what that is. It, it's a form of racing, uh, drag racing specifically, that um, allows any car of any speed, cap- speed or ET, elapsed time capability, to race against any other. And I like to say it's a little bit like liar's poker. You got to put a number on your car mm-hmm. in seconds. Physically, listeners, they yeah. physically oh, write put, that number yeah, on the on, windshield. Put on shoe polish, <laughs> and uh, and the other driver will do the same. And if one guy puts ten seconds on a car, another guy puts eight seconds on a car. Well, one car gets a two second head start, and then whoever gets to the finish line wins. So it's a way of equalizing different cars and having. But if you put a ten on your car, yeah. and then I put an eight on mine. And you break out mm-hmm. and do it in seven seconds. Yeah. So, so there's a little bit. Oh, so, oh there's a yeah. whole lot because oh, yeah. he says he's using whole numbers. Yeah. But he's talking all the way to the t- what? Tenths. He was saying thousands, thousands actually well, yesterday. <laughs> so so I so I, I, I in 2020 I raced Gary in the in the uh, King of the Track final lost, uh, and then 
uh, I, I win the first round of the, the Canyon Track shootout this year, twenty or 2021. And who do I see again, Gary? Yeah. <laughs> you got Aggies. So, well, you know, but I've been there before, so it's like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more more comfortable here. And uh, so we line up, and, uh, you know, track's dark, half people are gone, and, oh. you know. <laughs> of course they right. are. And so uh, 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 we take off. And at the hit, one of the one of the things in bracket racing is reaction time, how quickly you react to the green light. Right. And so I had him um, 11 thousandths to the better on mm-hmm. my light, um, if I remember correctly. And all right, I had him 12, 12, 12 thousandths of a mm-hmm. second better on the light. And his car ran closer to his ET dial in uh, by 11 seconds. So the margin of victory uh, at the end of the track was 1,000 1, of a second. And at 100 miles an hour, which is oh, about when my car goes to the end of the track, that, trans- of an eye. that translates to two inches. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and so the only way I knew I won is uh, uh, my wind light came on. There's a light on the yeah. K-rail. Uh, wind light came on. And I have to say there was a little bit of party going on that Chevelle. You yeah. think? You think? Since he got you last yeah. time. Uh, so a little bit of party yeah, going it was, on. It, <laughs> it, was, it was huge. And, and the thing about the, the uh, king of the track that, it's pretty special. See, we normally we race, if you win a bracket race, you'll get an envelope. In the envelope, there's some money. That's always good. But there's a little sticker. Right. It's, like mm. your, it's like your kids you teach, right? Mm. We're more excited about that sticker. Mm-hmm. Win sticker. Yeah. It's a Corona winner. Yeah, yeah. you have to earn <laughs> yeah. that sticker. But the king, the king of the track race comes with, um, because it's an NHRA-sanctioned race that, uh, that they do special uh, comes with the coveted Wally Trophy, which is the official nice. trophy of the NHL. You Look actually got face. a Wally? Wally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a goosebumps. Yeah. And so uh, when I took delivery of that, it was, you know, just amazing. Aww. I was Did you tear a up? special day. I don't know if I teared up, but okay. uh, it was. Have you ever been to John Forrest's place in Lord Melinda? I haven't, no. Have don't, you? Don't go. <laughs> he probably didn't know where to put another one. It used uh-huh. to be an Infinity car dealership. Yeah. And when he bought it, Infinity says, no, 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 no. You're not going to turn this into a drag race shop. He goes, yes, I am. And the place is spotless. But when you walk in the door, just wallies yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty incredible, yeah. Wow. Well, he's a pretty incredible guy. Yeah, no. When it I comes to drag racing. He really is. Well, you mentioned, uh, as you mentioned, your, your previous caller mentioned, you know, the accessibility of the racers. At oh, drag yeah. Races. That's oh. so I, I was cool. at Pomona last weekend, yeah. and John Force was out uh, taking pictures with sure. kids. Yes. It was fantastic. I tell people, if you're going to go to an HRA race, don't get close to the trailers or the cars, because <laughs> yeah. you can either end up with a wrench or a rag. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're lucky. Well, but it's, serious. it's part of the ticket. It's not like it you is. have to be any no. more special than the next person. Nope. No. Yeah, and, and this is the top level. Which now I should have held three three fingers. Can I ask another question? Yes, well, you okay. can always ask questions. So uh, I do still want to know this outlaw thing, but I brought this up on air. One of those days we didn't have a guest and we were just on the fly. And I think you're the right person to ask. And this is just my theory. Everyone can hate me and disagree. But it seems like I haven't found another sport outside of drag racing where females are truly as competitive as males. Would you, well, do you have any thoughts on that? Like if you, if you have a male and a female soccer player or teams, I'm putting my money on the male team. Okay, well, let's, re, let's re-ask that question. Okay. Why do you think girls do as well as they do there you go. in drag racing versus other forms of motorsports? That's what I wanted to ask. Well, I knew you did. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I, I, I'm, I, I'm not really sure I know how to answer the question, oh, except, okay. other than to say that, uh, you know, drag racing is something that 
it doesn't necessarily require uh, a lot of strength. Right. You know, it uh, requires great hand-eye coordination. Right. Reaction. Um, reaction, absolutely. And there's nothing about genders that really comes and into play about emotions. that. emotions. I think guys have a tendency to get their testosterone a little out of whack. Maybe it's not going as well. We're a girl. You tell the girl, okay, get in the car. Here's what I want you to do. Go do it. And the girl gets in the car, does what you want me to do, and goes and does it. She has no preconceived notions until maybe they get up into the, you know, the Ashley forces and... You know, yeah. the, the, the Leah Pruitt, Pruitt's. But I think at junior drag racing, they just have an attitude about it to where they just go in and do exactly what you tell them to do. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, th- I think there's an element of that for Not sure. that you needed to have the answer. We can move no, no, on to outlaw. Fine. It's no, just <laughs> I haven't found another sport where like no. they truly can oh, yeah. hold their own. Erica and Ender, Leah yeah. and Anders. Courtney and I Brittany. Like, they hold yeah. their own. and There's no yeah. powder puff division necessary. Like they And anybody gender can go do that. Yeah. If a girl wants to be a boy, go. Whatever you want to identify as, go do. And it's not a political thing. It's just like I haven't found another other sport I and either. yeah the, the testosterone and estrogen they influence muscle mass bone density you know flexibility where drag racing is it's reaction mental. it's mental yeah it is it's a very mental yeah game. very yeah and you, girls could yeah. be mental okay so tell me about outlaw <laughs> sorry i saw outlaw everywhere yesterday and it almost seemed like it was a generic term and no, overused. it's not. Uh, okay, what does outlaw mean? <laughs> uh, you happen to pick a time when there were quite a few of us there. But, oh, okay. But, but there's, there's sort of this racing banner uh, called Outlaw Racing. Uh, and the central figure uh, in Outlaw Racing is a guy named uh, Jim Woods. And he's like a lot of these celebrities. He goes by just one name. Everybody uh, knows. Oh, everybody like knows Woody? It. It's Woody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you look him up in the standings on Verona's website, every, you know, Craig Wesser and John Hildebrand and Pete Reed and, and, and Woody. Woody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Woody's been at this for about 50 years. Oh, okay. And he's been driving uh, the Outlaw Corvette uh, for most of those years. Raced up in Northern California. Uh, he actually was an, a part of the track operation at uh, Carlsbad. Uh-huh. And we're a group of like-minded racers, uh, you know, that he, where he's our central figure. We uh, believe in uh, sportsmanship. Uh, we believe in being helpful to other racers. If someone comes up to our pit, um, we're the kind of people that if we have something on our trailer or our truck that they need, don't get it. It's theirs. Yeah, right. Um, we don't cry when we lose. Um, we don't stick our finger in somebody's face when we win. Uh, you know, we're sportsmen. And, uh, and so that's a sense of pride that we have. I like uh, this. But, but Actually, it's we don't cry in public. <laughs> <laughs> you called me on it. <laughs> hey, I know what it's like to lose. I don't know. And I know, I know what you yeah. said. So is it more like an association? It's not well, a team. A brotherhood. Woody, a brotherhood. Yeah, okay. Woody likes to say it's, it's not a, it's not a, a, it's a, a team. Of... It's not a club. Um, it's a brotherhood. It, it is. And, and, you know, we recognize that, you know, we have the same values. And so I was invited to be part of that group. Um, when I start racing. Oh, so it's an invitation only? It kind of is, Is yeah, it two yeah. wheels and four wheels? No, it's, it's just, just drag wheels? racing. Well, there is two-wheel drag. There's ten of us uh, right now, I think, oh, roughly. Okay. And, and we all race at Verona, and we travel together when we go out of town. And there you go. I like what it and, stands and for. And last night we had uh, Pete Reed and cooked up tri-tip and baked potatoes. Holy for the, cow, for the didn't get that invite. So, so we do, and we drink Either. beer at the end of the race and, well, and have a good time sitting on the tailgate. All right. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Fill her with more drag race uh, fans. We'll do. Maybe we'll get Woody in here sometime. That'd be great. I think it'd be great here. I think it'd be a yeah. hoot. Nice.
As Thank always, you. Brittany, my I dear. I knew it was going to be a good one. Uh, you always do good <laughs> ones. All right. We're going to have to hit the road. Gun boat. Owners Radio. What? Boat Racer next week. Oh, you got a boat racer next mm-hmm. week? Ooh, right here on Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.